You guys are in for an absolute treat today in this episode. I'm letting you inside of a session that I did with an ongoing one-on-one client. Her name is Jennifer. She lives in Australia and she has the number one ranked podcast in Hong Kong, which is where she's from. She also is a graduate student at Harvard and um, it's crazy. She is an, and she's, she's not a mama yet, but she is um, in Australia taking care of her grandparents. And um, she's just been such a joy to work with. And this session is the seventh out of our a total of eight one-on-one sessions, which yes, I do take ongoing clients and work with them in getting systems and workflows set up in their business. So you're going to get to hear a whole bunch about some really, really insightful information actually on what it feels like to be fully prepared. Um, She's coming into a big event that's going to be happening within her podcast and um, she talks through what that feels like. We also talk about her experience as she's been onboarding a VA. So I've been ha- helping her tackle that huge project, something that she was very, very overwhelmed by. And um, also just in general, there's going to be some really good information and some takeaways inside of today's episode about how to handle overproduction and knowing when you can take a break and what is the cause behind wanting to disengage from your work. I really dive deep into coaching her on how to work through that as she's been experiencing some of those feelings. And then also the best part is we talk about fine tuning your workflow. I hope, I hope, I hope that you love this episode as much as I do. And at the very end, you're going to get to hear some incredible joy that comes from me and what I experience when I really get to connect in a deep and meaningful way and work long term and ongoing with my clients the laughter and the fun and the enthusiasm, just the overall joy that I feel almost brings me to tears um, when I'm in the middle of it and when I'm when I'm listening to it back and when I'm thinking about it days after. So I really, truly hope that you dive in, take some notes, and you gobble up today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves Dig in and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. This coming week, I'll do my giveaway, and it's like the the two week period of it. And I I'm just glad that things things are quite in place. Like I don't. I think it's something new to me, like for an event, not to be all squeezed into one and expect myself to have a coma afterwards. But to be like every day is manageable. That's new to me because in the past when I was an NGO leader, we used to host conferences and we we were expected not to sleep. 
<laughs> it's crazy to do that, but that for like three days, and then my whole team would, would need at least one full day with no communication because everyone will be sleeping. But now I'm feeling like it doesn't need to be like that. How wonderful. <laughs> Isn't it so wonderful? I come from an event-based background too, and <clears throat> I just was like, there has to be a better way to do this. So when I started running this company, that's when I really was like, systems needs to be installed from day one. And I, it's so nice. And I can't wait to see how it goes with you through the giveaway um, and, and how it feels. Because sometimes it almost feels um, uneventful when it's not stressful and chaotic. And that's an interesting <laughs> place to be is to realize that you're just fully prepared as much as you can be. There will be things that come up. There will be things that you didn't know you needed to do. Um, maybe not, but you you will have room on your plates to handle those things because all of the other prep work has been done. So I can't wait to hear how that goes for you. Yeah, and, and last time we mentioned about the last session, I'm also thinking maybe it would be great to have after the academy because we are about to start at eight weeks of like group accountability. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, well, for today, I'm thinking on one hand, I'm continuing to do my VA preparation work, which I, it's similar to last week is through this process, I realized there are better way of doing things I'm currently doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why it's, I don't know how could I wait until now, but to realize I can schedule posts in Facebook group. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, actually I can finish all these things in one hour <laughs> instead of popping up there on half an hour every day. And it's like, mm -hmm. hmm, new <laughs> to me. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think on one hand, um, I was like hoping to take that off my to-do, but it took longer than I expect. But I was actually doing more than that to-do because the the task in the Meister task was originally just write a written SOP and then have a video recorded. And then I realized, oh, actually I, I, I'm benefited, but I still need to do that step of actually streamlining my process, <clears throat> which is a good discovery. And uh, I also take the discussion to my call with Steph about prioritizing task. Mm -hmm. It's not very different from what I thought before, but just being more sure of that sequence of what I'm preparing for. Yeah. And one thought, I don't know why I forget before, it's that I'm having my holiday vacation in December. So I think I, with, with, with the attitude and preparation of a giveaway I think that's also something I remind myself to prepare for <laughs> being mm -hmm. one week up, potentially away from my computer <laughs> <coughs> yeah I think I think it'll be good you're you'll be you'll be done with probably almost all the projects that we have lined up before mm. then so it'll be a really nice time for you to just relax and not yeah. have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's an interesting 
I, I definitely experienced that myself. And I think that that's what's so important. I know a lot of other entrepreneurs that are in this space where they are, they feel ill-equipped and not ready to hire a VA because they don't know how to make the time to onboard one. And when I, when you start to look at that process, you do realize through the art of learning how to teach what you do to someone else, how differently you could be doing it on your own. And I think that that's the beauty of, of all of those little finite steps that we laid out was for you to see, like, maybe you don't actually need your VA to do it. Maybe you could do it through automation. Something as, as simple and easy as scheduling group posts in Facebook, you don't need to have your VA do that if she could do it for you. So those kind of like self-discovery things within the work that you do, I think is, is priceless, really. And sure, it takes time, but isn't, isn't it better to come out on the other end than be stuck in this rat race, like constantly having all these things on your plate? So I'm glad that you went through that. And I, it's okay that it took longer than expected because, you know, you articulated it well that a lot of good came out of that mm. anyway. Go ahead. And, and uh, also for preparing for a holiday. <laughs> I see. <laughs> How, how does that work? It's a funny question to ask. Yeah. How does that work <laughs> system and business? Uh, yeah, I think those are the m- main thing on my mind. Except if we have time. I don't know. I feel like um, I also have a workflow for my academics. I feel like because of my new course and i'm not sure am i getting tired of something like or or i didn't true i didn't i didn't purposefully create unproductive time which i find myself like then sometimes wanting to rest and just watch videos that i like instead of doing things i do no matter it's for the podcast or for the academic it's it's something that happens in this past I think one to two weeks ago and I'm seeing it more and more and I'm a bit <laughs> concerned about myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a really good thing to explore. I, because we all need that time for our brains to to take a break and to have reprieve. <clears throat> and it's an interesting thing that I've been diving into. So write down when you say you're concerned, you're concerned because you're doing it too often or you're concerned because you've never had those feelings before? Um, I'm, I'm doing it quite often, not I'm more often. And it's something I used to do before I use a system. It's like, I feel myself falling back into okay. a certain part of my doing before and I was like oh no I don't want to lose <laughs> the good work but at the same time I was like oh, I want to rest <laughs> like that too part of my brain <laughs> well start journaling that start writing that down when you get to that space try and become very self-aware of what's causing you to want to disengage because that will lead you to the answer of where the problem lies and what do you need to do 
to support yourself through because mm-hmm. there's this there's this there's this notion right where you could very easily give yourself the rest that you need and and it's very well deserved you're very very hard mm-hmm. and you're very intentional um but then there's that is a gateway to doing that more and more and more and more often and then cycling back into the overwhelm because your big dreams are not just going to die off just because you sit on the couch and watch your favorite television show. Although that's probably not what you're doing, but, um, and it might, it might be, that's my, that's my thing. That's my go-to is, is a reality television show because it makes me, some people read fictional books. I watch reality TV. (laughs) Um, but that, you know, it takes us out of this space of constantly having to work through, um, business development and and emotional development and mental development and all these kinds of things. So there's, there's, there's that part of it. And then there's this notion of the people that truly take themselves from this, this basic being of who they are and they up level over and over and over again, and they can continue their growth it happens in our spiritual growth It happens in our emotional, our relationship, any kind of relationship that we have at all ourselves or work or other people It's going to require you. You're, you're going to reach a ceiling that, and you're going to work through it or you're not. And so that feeling that you get when you engage from the work that you're doing is there for a reason. It's trying to tell you something. And so if you could just sit down and ask yourself, what is this coming from? And be really honest with yourself. Your intuition is a very good guide to, to what that means. Um, because you may be overworking yourself and need a, a break for a weekend. Um, it could be a lot of things. It could be fear that's creeping in. Um, there's just a lot of different indicators that are different from one and women in general, uh, you'll see this inside of the course. I talk about cycle syncing. And so some of us even hit that type of disengagement where we are in our monthly cycle as women. So just start journaling it and see what's going on. It may be because you just took on another class in your master's program, right? So maybe you're, you're just, your brain's like, Right. <laughs> I can't compute anymore. Um, but so I'm going to put that down. Please. I'm going to put that down in your homework for you to explore that some more. What were you going to say? Oh, I, I just put that down. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're so on top of it. And I, 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 yeah, it's a great reminder to journal it because I also have a feeling it, it isn't about doing more. It might be my brain wanting me to sit down and, and write down and focus or committing to less. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. And there's also this this space for those of us that are overachievers or that are very very driven for and a lot of momentum. You know, when momentum picks up and starts to feel that, it's kind of like that gust of wind that just keeps pushing you and. Mm. Um, sometimes we, we like that sensation so much that we don't want to listen to when we do need to slow down. And so that's kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum that maybe you're wanting to do, to do more instead of 
feeling like I don't want to do more. I don't want to do more and having to push yourself. Maybe it's that you want to do more and you want to do more and you want to do more and your internal voice is saying, no, I need you to slow down for a minute. So <laughs> yeah, I would, love, I would love to know whatever, whatever those ideas are. And sometimes for me, it's coming from like a completely different place. It's coming from insecurities or it's coming from fears and, and those will trip me up just even during my day or during my week, or sometimes I don't have it at all. And then I'll hit a big one in a month. Um, I always, obviously I always resort to, you know, prayer and, mm. and my Bible study, but I also love to have not a mentor, but somebody that I look up to a business that I look up to a, a female entrepreneur that has told her story for me to see that this is normal and, and what I'm experiencing is what they experienced and what a lot of people that have gone from one place in their life and taken themselves to the next place, um, no matter what that success looks like for them or what it looks like for me, all of, all of this, the domino effect, right? All of these are dominoes that are supposed to be falling. So I always like to have someone I'm, that I'm looking up to to help me get, to help me get through that. So we have 10 minutes left. We got through all of that very quickly. It's, it's so much more like efficient when we meet now, because you've gotten the hang of setting up your workflow and you're on the same project. We don't have to break any projects down with each other. <clears throat> so. I, I have a question. Or, or just direction of thinking. Uh, I feel like I'm in inside a cloud of having many thoughts and many possibilities. And oh, it feels like I've been using the system and workflow for a while. And I've, I'm now used to ignoring certain part of my workflow. It's like, I, there are tasks in it that I <laughs> don't click on it and Every week thing, I won't do that. <laughs> and then it just stays in there. It's like, I don't know when or is it part of the process to prune my workflow every now and then? Or yeah, that's what I'm seeing myself doing. There are, there are things in it that I say, hmm, I don't do this this week. But I didn't do it for three weeks already. And I'm like, hmm, why, why are you staying there? <laughs> <laughs> I have I have the same thing and <clears throat> it's something that I'm paying very close attention to because um that is when we become better leaders and better entrepreneurs, better business owners is when we can look inside of our workflow and see not doing this specific task and I told myself that I wanted to do it. Um and I think everybody's everyone is going to have those things that they, that they hate doing. Um, we have them in our personal lives. Mine just happens to be folding laundry. It's like, I will put it off. Like it's the black peg plague and inside my workflow, it's my finances. And so I, I, I have to pay very close attention to it. And so I don't have a magical answer other than to say that I think it's completely normal and you and I both know that if we don't do it, it doesn't get done. And mm. so I'm, it's another one of those things of bringing, um, 
recognitions to the forefront of your mind as to why you don't want to get that task done. What is it about it that keeps you that that keeps you from doing it? What is why are you procrastinating? Um, that will be one of and, and so what I'm doing on my ends to help me with those specific areas of my workflow is I am a trying to learn how to do it more efficiently and become more equipped to be able to handle my finances with ease. Mm-hmm. I don't like sitting down to do a task that I don't know how to do because it takes so long. That's where I'm at with that. I don't have a good system set up for it right now. So I keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. That's my first step. My long-term, my long-term game plan is to have somebody do it for me mm-hmm. because I recognize that that's just not something that I'm good at. And I would rather spend my time doing other things, but for now, I'm a solopreneur and until I have somebody that, until my team is big enough and I've grown enough people to help me with that, that's something that I'm just going to have to take responsibility for and do. And I would say my finances and organizing my desktop on my computer, there's files on it and it drives me nuts. And it's the one thing that I keep putting off every single month. It's a monthly task for me. And now my storage is backed up on my computer. Again, I got a message that says, oh, your files. And that was one of my things is I'm supposed to clean out my files and put things back on my hard drive. And I'm not doing those two things. They just sit there. They sit there in my workflow. And it's like, Chelsea, why did you not do that? (laughs) Mm. Yeah, and that weight on like more and more like, oh, (laughs) and then it becomes like this mountain that you made out of a molehill and there's some hacks. I love the, I love the two minute rule. I don't know if you've ever heard of the two minute rule or not. I absolutely love it. If you just tell yourself, start a timer for two minutes, start the task that you don't want to do and just start it for two minutes. You'll most likely do it until it's done. If you can just get yourself to start. Mm. That's been helpful for me. Because facing those tasks is like every week I'll, it's like I rehearse again or go through that same script of, oh, actually, I, I only half believe in the significance of this step. It's fine to not do it. <laughs> and like, oh, I'm, actually, it's not feasible, you know? I, at this stage of my business, I actually don't need to do this. And this happens every week. I love that you're able to tell me the entire mental dialogue that you have with yourself. <laughs> I just heard your the conversation your thoughts had with each other. Oh, that's perfect. It, well, and it might be like to answer your question, because I don't think that I did is to say that, yeah, go back and, and prune your workflow. Maybe you don't need to do it. Mm. Because there's also that notion that not every single thing that someone tells you needs to be done in your business has to be done in your business. You can, you can choose to run it however you want. Just like, just like in, in your, in your study, in your schoolwork, there's going to be some students that do certain things to get a certain grade that you don't do and vice versa. There's Mm. no, there's no absolute correct or right or perfect ways to do it. So if there's something just again, look at why you're not getting it done. And if it is something that you really need to get done, 
figure out what's stopping you from doing it. And if it really is something that you're like, no, I just don't need to be doing this. Just it's okay to remove it from your workflow. If it comes back up later on that you need to do it, put it back in your workflow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it makes me think of the f- first few session we have where, where we go through it, the systems uh, and yeah. I think that one is already the second time I'm trying to use like your steps to create a system and I might not have expected but now or soon will also be a good time to revisit that and just see 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 yeah I I don't know why in my mind there is this image of a snail I don't like any insect but it's like hmm I I might need a different shell like (laughs) just moving myself (laughs) Or maybe a, a hermit crab, is that what they call or something? Like, yes, it's called a shell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, Although, yeah, analogy. pruning roses is a, 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 is a more beautiful metaphor. But it's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't, did you just say you don't like insects? You don't like any kind of insect? Don't you live in like like the outback of australia <laughs> yeah i was i was screaming the other day but no i did not scream that time i'm surprised that i did not scream i was washing the dishes and and i just saw a snail without the shell in in my sink and because there is too much vegetable left over in the in those like you don't let food sink into the the sink so it it's on that with many other things inside. And I just saw it and I was like, I want to scream, but I'm not going to scream. I'll go family <laughs> talk to my grandmother. And I asked, what do you do with a snail that does not have a shell? Like, do you need any procedure to take care of it? She just say, pick it up, rub it with a tissue paper and throw that out. And I, my mind wasn't expecting that. My mind was expecting that she offered herself to come and settle with, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't tell her I can't pick it up and I can't wrap it with tissue paper like that's not a reasonable thing to say so yeah that's what I did with extra precaution I wear my like rubber gloves and make sure I don't touch it like very indirectly just doing very unnecessary steps to get that snail out of the way oh my gosh that is the best story I've heard all week. I really hope that you enjoyed today's podcast episode and being able to just be a fly on the wall inside of what ongoing productivity sessions look like between me and one of my clients. So Jennifer and I have been working together over the last two months. She's actually inside of the academy and so she's going to jump into group coaching uh, before we take our next steps into working together one-on-one again. And the really cool thing about being able to sit down and work with somebody in this capacity for me is being able to build that relationship with them and see the growth from the very beginning. Jennifer would come in and obviously she's such an incredible student and 
Um, she's very, very driven and focused and committed to her goals and to her dreams and to her mission work, which is all that I could ever ask for in someone. And it's really all that you could ever need to be able to get where you're going and where you want to go. And so being able to see her progression over the course of eight weeks and how now she is completely capable of not only creating her own workflow every single week, but taking really big lofty goals and breaking them down so well and efficiently that she's able to get through them and have ample amount of time to work on her to-do list every single week and also to be able to get through those projects and complete them, like put a check next to it. Even something as big as onboarding a VA. And I could not be more tickled and more thrilled that our time together, one hour a week for eight weeks, was able to get her to that place. And if you are sitting in a situation where you want the same thing for you and your productivity in your business, I would love, love, love for you to reach out. You can just send me a voice DM at chelseajo.co, C-H-E-L-S-I-J-O dot C-O on Instagram. And we can look at where you're at, what your needs are, and how you can get started.